The Ready, Set, Grow podcast is sponsored by Ag Expert, software designed for Canadian agriculture. Visit them today at agexpert.ca. Welcome to the Ready, Set, Grow podcast, where we like to showcase startup and early stage companies, as well as visit with innovators in the agriculture and food industry. Today, we are here with Diana Laternus and guest Colin Yates, chair at the Center for Research and Innovation at Fanshawe College. Colin, thanks for joining us today. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, I actually have a, a background, believe it or not, in environment, environmental science and ecology. Uh, I later moved into more wastewater engineering, uh, but I've always had a passion for uh, agriculture, uh, particularly dairy uh, agriculture. Uh, I grew up uh, in rural Ontario, uh, south of Woodstock. Uh, my father has been a veterinarian uh, working on various farms through the region for 45 years. Uh, so it's like coming back full circle and being back in London, uh, getting involved in the agricultural sector again, uh, and bringing some of my knowledge uh, as an entrepreneur uh, to the college system. Uh, I've had my own startup, a uh, very tech-based startup, uh, looking into artificial intelligence and monitoring of uh, uh, drinking water. And now I'm trying to apply some of that knowledge in the agricultural space. Colin, could you give us a quick overview on Fanshawe College? Yeah, as you said, Michael, I'm the chair for research and innovation at Fanshawe. And uh, we basically operate the arm of Fanshawe College that assists uh, local and regional companies uh, either to create uh, new products or to help them enhance existing product lines that they have. And we're, we're kind of a, a tie into the community as a whole where we can uh, get them to resources like RH Accelerator. We can introduce them to people at uh, Farm Credit Canada. We can introduce them to people that they need for shred credits since they may be doing a lot of innovative work. Uh, they should be looking at all these different resources. So we try to position ourselves in the middle so that we can help these companies be more successful. Awesome. Um, what types of programs does Fanshawe have in the agri-food space? Uh, I'm, I'm not the expert on the academic side by any means, uh, but the, you know there, there are programs that uh, are very technical in terms of uh, uh, biotech type programs, serious science based, all the way to the business, the agribusiness side, and then there's the heavy equipment side uh, uh, that exists at Fanshawe too. Um, but I, I'm not the expert on what all those programs do, but I, I know that Fanshawe is uh, doing a good job of getting involved in the agricultural sector and moving into some of the food uh, sector as well. There's some great uh, culinary and now some food innovation programs that are uh, evolving to serve the need around London. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the Research and Innovation Center, is that, is that relatively new? The, the research and innovation center itself is not new uh, as an entity. It's kind of, it's been around for a number of years, uh, but it's really come into its own the last few years with uh, being able to provide specific services and have uh, specific uh, um, uh, equipment and facilities dedicated to just doing research for companies. Mm-hmm. And so what type of companies would approach you for their research? It is quite broad, um, but what we're really focusing on right now is the agri-food space. This is obviously a a very important industry to the London region and southwestern Ontario as a whole. And we're kind of putting a, a... 
uh, a mark on the space to say, you know, we're, we, we deal with a lot of agri-food companies. So companies that are taking, you know, uh, uh, a raw product straight from the field and converting it into uh, uh, some type of value add product. So we, we deal with anything from kombucha to uh, uh, to uh, like prepared foods where we can help them with uh, shelf life testing or nutritional testing. We can help them extract oils from a product and then emulsify it into something else. And we're one of the few uh, colleges or post-secondary institutions that has a cannabis research license, uh, which uh, allows us to uh, really work in between of that new area of uh, uh, cannabis food products. Mm -hmm. That's really interesting. Are there other programs that you have in the agriculture and food space? Uh, from an academic perspective or from the research perspective? From the research perspective, yeah. Yeah, there, we're starting to get into the, some of the building tech area. Uh, we're, we're doing a, a net zero uh, project uh, that is it's not agricultural based, but there's a lot of applications uh, when you get into net zero and building automation that actually have uh, some flow through between. So anything that's IoT and uh, uh, network generated obviously has some applications that could be used for censoring fields. It could be in, in comparison to a building. A lot of uh, similar um, approaches are taken in terms of getting good data and being able to access that data. Mm -hmm. That's very interesting. So it's almost like a smart farm. Do you, do you have actual crops or anything like that or is it mostly just technology? It's just technology based right now. It's obviously something that would be very interesting to get into, but uh, you know, setting up field trials and everything takes a, a long time. So we're we're sticking really in the, the into the agri food, the very biotech oriented uh, food component, and testing doing the uh, the analytics behind it at this time. And when I say analytics, uh, you know, determining what compounds are in foods uh, and uh, what that may mean for a particular company for their brand. Um, so, you know, if you have a certain spin on uh, the, what that nutritional element is in your food and how that is uh, promoting healthy mind, healthy body, all that type of stuff, uh, we kind of help companies dive into that so they can show what, what that really is and use that properly with their brand. So a lot of practical approaches to hands-on, hands-on learning uh, sounds like. Uh, absolutely. So it, when you when you think about research at a college versus research uh, at a university, it, it, it's all about applied research. So we're not coming up with a new next novel thing uh, as a basic research project that is, you know, off of uh, that particular pre professor's interest. The companies come to us with a challenge. We try to solve that challenge for them so that they can uh, you know, develop a new revenue stream or improve the revenue stream that they already have. Mm -hmm. So what would you say is one of the biggest accomplishments at Fanshawe uh, recently? Well, there, there's a, a, a couple of uh, ones that we're quite proud of. Uh, the first one is obviously getting the, the cannabis research license. It's a long process to be able to have uh, have that at your facility and when there's very few entities that have it uh, it means that we can provide a, a service to a, 
that industry where there's a lot of science being developed now, uh, where it's all been kind of backroom science, so to speak, in the past. Uh, we're also very proud of our new lab that we have, uh, which launched, uh, I guess, a little bit uh, more than eight months ago. Uh, that allows us to work with companies and, and dedicate that space to just working with these companies. Uh, and it, it has some very amazing equipment. So th this was all supported through the Canadian Foundation for Innovation as well as uh, NSERC and allows us to be able to support companies uh, by reducing uh, the capital cost for them to undertake R&D projects. So we, we cover a lot of that uh, upfront cost for them where they either they couldn't get a, uh, access to the novel equipment that we have or they couldn't get access to the manpower or a person of uh, the talent that they need in order to undertake some of these projects. Uh, so we, we're able to kind of de-risk that R&D process for these companies as they try to come out with new products. Uh -huh. Would you say you have, um, you know, quite a, uh, a number of students attending Fanshawe at the moment? Well, uh, obviously with COVID, things are changing and I'm, you know, not the, the best person to speak about this either, but uh, it, it's going to be a challenging time for post-secondary institutions. Uh, Fanshawe is doing a, a very good job at uh, focusing on what they have to do. Uh, in order to get through this stormy period. Uh, luckily, the, you know, Fanshawe has a very strong online presence and is able to easily move uh, courses that were traditionally done in the classroom online and still provide a great educational experience. Um, but that, you know, that's going to be the path going forward for a lot of institutions. Uh, but luckily, Fanshawe was already ahead of the curve. Awesome. Uh, can you give us a little bit, uh, sort of, an overview on some of the funding you have for agri-food companies at Fanshawe? Absolutely. So th there's two key funding pots that we have access to immediately. So when people think about uh, grant funding, you think of, you know, long application cycles uh, that you, you know, you, you take a few weeks to write a grant and then you wait another uh, number of weeks in order to wait on a response. Uh, we actually have that grant funding allocated to us already. So through the Natural Science and Engineering Research Council, uh, we have uh, uh, $2 million to deploy over the next few years to support agri-food companies. Uh, and this could be companies that are, are working on an actual food product or it could be working with a company that has a waste stream from a food product that they want to provide some value add. Uh, to and create into another product. Uh, we also have funding through what is called the Tsunami Network. This is the uh, Southern Ontario Network for Advanced Manufacturing Innovation. And this uh, funding also helps companies uh, in a broad spectrum of things, but where we're focused on is the agri-food component, uh, either helping a company create a new product or test an existing one or actually go into their facility and look at their process and say, okay, there's some efficiencies that we can find here. And this funding is you know, very helpful for a lot of companies that simply uh, don't have the cash to put forward to, to hire a consultant. Um, 
uh, to undertake that whole work, we only ask for a 25% cash contribution. So if the project is a $20,000 project, it's only a $5,000 cash contribution, but the company has to come up with in-kind. So they put some of their time into it. Uh, if we're testing their products, uh, they provide us some of their products as an in-kind contribution as well. And it really helps to de-risk uh, some of those projects for uh, companies and you know it, it sounds like we may be taking away from the private industry but we really aren't uh, what this means is that we can provide support to a company that wouldn't have been able to afford to work with those consultants or other uh, like a fee-for-service lab uh, in the area and allows them to scale enough so that they can become a client uh, for those consultants and other uh, agencies so really it, it's a huge benefit of giving getting those companies through that you know, really critical hump of getting a product to market where a lot of those consultant firms really don't want to touch that at this point. Great. Would, would you say that most of those companies are within the area or are they across Canada or like how, how do they find out about uh, coming to Fanshawe? Yeah, a lot of the companies we deal with are from the area, but we're starting now with a, a strong uh, marketing campaign. We have a, a great uh, marketing uh, and outreach manager, uh, uh, Andrew, in our uh, office, who's doing a great job of getting our message out through LinkedIn and other social media. Uh, we have uh, some advertisements out through Better Farming magazine uh, as well now. Uh, so people are starting to come in. We're getting some contacts from the greater Toronto area as well as other places, even Ottawa now for uh, doing work in our uh, laboratory. That's excellent. Uh, yeah, I didn't know that that existed. So that's a great opportunity for, for early stage agri-food companies. Exactly. And we, we, we really promote working with uh, accelerators like uh, uh, the Roundhouse Accelerator because there's, it, you know, a company may come into uh, some early stage angel type funding and this is a way to leverage that funding. And, you know, venture investors and angels love to see that money leverage. So, you know, I'm, you're getting, you know, $20,000 for a $5,000 investment. That's great use of our money that uh, that we're giving you please continue to do more and in, in my own startup experience the investors that I work with are, are very appreciative of you finding ways to leverage that funding further. Colin would you be able to tell us a bit about your partnership with RHA and I guess what other partners are involved in that? Yeah that, that's a great question so you know, uh, in terms of RHA we, we look to help uh, any of the agri-food companies there that uh, uh, weekend that have uh, agri-food spin. Uh, so we're, we're happy to meet with them, uh, bring them in to see what our resources are, how we can apply our grant funding to them so that uh, any funding that they've uh, received through RHA, we can leverage further. We also have a partnership with uh, BioEnterprise Canada, uh, which is a, obviously a great supporter of uh, uh, agri-food companies in uh, Canada as a whole, and uh, we work in a similar process. Anybody that's funded through them, we're more than happy to work with. Anybody that's not funded through them, but uh, they have been working with, we're, we're happy to work with as well. Uh, both are, are great entities. And, and we're also expanding our reach uh, to partner with uh, uh, other organizations like uh, uh, the Food Processors of Canada, uh, we're working closely with Western uh, now uh, and uh, some 
their uh, agri-food uh, initiatives that they're just starting to develop. Uh, so we're, we're really trying to make it a collaborative space so that everybody can benefit uh, because we don't have all the skill sets for this. And, you know, Western may have a couple of talented postdocs that uh, we could bring in or a couple of talented uh, uh, students uh, that may need some additional work that we don't have access to. Uh, there, there's a lot of great ways to extend research funding and uh, in particular innovation funding further if we all know what each other are doing. So are you seeing a, an increase in the agri-food agri companies coming to you? Yeah, absolutely. The last six months, uh, even despite COVID, things have ramped up a fair bit. Uh, but we're also doing a lot more marketing than we ever have in the past. Uh, so, uh, you know, I, I don't know whether which one is which. Uh, Agri-food uh, companies in general is becoming a very exciting investment space across Canada. Um, I'm hoping that continues because it's obviously a, a very important uh, component of our economy. And uh, I, I hope that that interest will uh, start to generate uh, uh, or interest in people wanting to create companies generates more interest on the other side in terms of venture investing uh, in the space that is a little bit more aggressive than what we've seen in the past because that will just you know spur on more innovation uh, and I, I think London is the kind of the perfect central spot for that to happen and I think Fanshawe should be the player right in there working together with everybody else to make it happen. Thank you, Colin, so much for sharing that information. Um, before we head out, is there anything else you'd like our viewers to know about? No, I just to encourage them to reach out to us. Uh, you know, uh, they can, if you have a project idea, uh, they can go straight to our website and uh, uh, write a little description into our uh, project entry form area, and we'll be somebody reaching out to you to to see whether there's a fit for that project right away. And uh, we're always just interested in hearing what people are working on uh, and additional partnerships. Okay, I just wanted to uh, thank our listeners for tuning in to the Ready Set Grow podcast, and I just wanted to thank you again, Colin, uh, for joining us and uh, talking a bit about your work at Fanshawe College. Thank you, Michael, and thank you, Diana. Thank you.